Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. All right, let's go. San Francisco 49ers 30, Los Angeles Rams 23. The Rams kick a late field goal to cover. What, Sam? What's going on? The better is one. <laughs> the DJs want Sean McVay investigated over that. <laughs> ridiculous he's uh, like i'm gonna well if we kick the field goal fast enough we'll be able to get the onside kick and then throw it like no no it was only like when there were four seconds on the clock like it was yes of course it was that's going just to be, the game's was, over yeah there was it wasn't even a situation where you're like nah there'll be like a second left and they'll get the ball back and you know have a chance for a hell whatever like no that was ending the game unquestionably that was one of those when i was in college i think it was you know it was one of those monday night games when al was doing the game and a team lines up for a field goal when they absolutely should have been throwing a Hail Mary or something. And right. I was like, uh, this is an interesting decision here to take the three. I mean, uh, I mean, look, we, anyway, we joke around about it, but this is like a serious thing that this whole gambling world and the NFL being yeah. in bed with it opens up. I mean, there was a reason the NFL for decades wanted to stay as far as humanly possible away from any gambling reference, let alone connection because this kind of stuff is going to show up and everybody who has bet money on this game is going to go, what the hell is this? This makes yeah. no sense to, in terms of winning and losing this game. The only thing this does is impact a bunch of people that bet money on it in one direction or the other. At the very minimum, that's a question that's going to get asked. So other than that, it was a pretty fun game. Uh, the Rams hung tough. And look, week one, we saw the Rams win. It took... It took an otherworldly performance by Matthew Stafford, right? That we always, I, I always rave about the couple times a year, Matthew Stafford hitting tight window throws. And I, I, I wonder if that's just what the, what the Rams are going to be this year. I mean, we'll talk about Puka Nakua in a minute, setting the rookie record or the record for most catches yeah. uh, by a rookie in a game and also by a player in his first two games. But it's like Matthew Stafford. It's like a Detroit Matthew Stafford team, isn't it, Sam? Like, if he plays superhuman, they're tough. And he did for the first half plus, yeah. right? I was raving about him on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. And then um, has an interception in the comeback attempt, and you know, things fall apart a little bit. But I think that's the Rams. You know, they were always going to be the underdog here. And um, Stafford, just he just can't play at that level all the time. And on the other side, this was the, the Debo Samuel game. Last week, it was Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. This week... McCaffrey has his 116 yards on the ground, including a 51-yarder. Debo Samuel, it was his time to shine as the do-it-all playmaker. You never know who it's going to be every week for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, remember last week, the takeaway coming out of that 49ers-Steelers game, for me at least, was I was way too low on San Francisco going into the season. They are, for real, they are where everybody else had them in terms of pencil and back in for the NFC title game. They're a contender again. It It's sort of TBD what that means for Pittsburgh, but like the 49ers are legit. The fact that the Rams were able to hang as close as they were in this game, which, 
Yeah, seven points is probably fair in terms. It was a one-score game to the Ram, or to the 49ers. and the 49ers had to pull out, you know, quite a few significant plays and key moments for that to be the case, right? Like just before the half, they didn't settle for a field goal. They went for a touchdown, sneaked it in, got a score on the board. That's a big play. Isaiah Oliver had multiple really key plays in this game, knifed into the backfield on fourth and one to basically end it, you know, late on before the Rams got their consolation score. But like it took a bunch of really important key plays for, for the 49ers to get a one-score win against this Rams team. So again, my, my takeaway is kind of, I mean, the 49ers are legit, but this is an impressive game for the Rams to run them as close as they were over the course of 60 minutes. The NFL's here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly and when you just bet Five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up for some game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check, check the app. you got to go check the app to see what you get. So download now and use code PFF to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PFF only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm impressed by the Rams keeping things close, but the Niners do feel like that team that is just, they're just too good. Brock Purdy did the distributing thing. Again, I don't think the grade's going to be great. He just gets the ball, throw it up to Juwan Jennings for a big play. Um, it, it, the Niners are so good, you're not going to be able to judge their playmakers by their stats, I don't think, at the end of the year. Because like George Kittle might not... Have that many catches this year? Yeah, but one you know one week he'll he'll have ten or twelve, and every single week it'll be someone new who's difficult to cover, or the game plan makes sense, or is going to run the ball like Debo or whatever it might be, and um, that's the Niners right now, plus a, a a very good defense. But I got to hand it to Stafford for for carrying the Rams this far. Puka Nakua stepping up. In the Cooper Cup role, Tutu Atwell looking far more useful than he did in his his first couple of years. The Rams are going to be at least fun here. Yeah, and the other th- the other important part of that is, you know, we've said for years this Rams offense basically goes as the offensive line goes. Um, and in Week One, their offensive line played really well. And if you're looking at that, you're like, see, fits the fits the template perfectly. This week, the offensive line actually kind of got its ass kicked. They only gave up one sack, but they gave up a ton of pressure. All five starters on the group might end up with a, in fact, six if you add the fact that they they had guards, uh, two guys split time at, at one of the guard positions. So all six members of the offensive line could end up with a pass blocking grade in the 30s. I mean, if you were told that heading into any Rams game, you would be like, offense gets nothing done. They get blown out. Um, Lions. I'm telling you, it's the Lions – Stafford type of team right now, but yeah. like young and fun. Right. It, but instead, they actually did have success. Stafford looked fantastic. The receivers did make some plays. They're, even their run game um, made a couple plays. Like they got some stuff done despite that offensive line against the 49ers, who we know are really good. So I, it didn't, it wasn't enough, but I came out of this game more encouraged by the Rams again, you know, two weeks in a row than I was anything else. We should try to go see them next Monday night in person. We should do that. Let's do it. 
Um, yeah, I'm with you too. But uh, Niners move to two and zero here, thirty to twenty three win over the Rams. We got a lot of people in you on YouTube here. Appreciate you joining us live on a Monday morning. Join us every week live on a Monday. Did you see the? And, uh, uh, Hit that thumb. I'm trying to tell people to smash the thumbs up here, Sam. Don't interrupt. People don't. When I'm telling people the thumbs up is not matching the people in the chat, so we'd appreciate if you do that. Now you can go. Sorry. You just you need a better stick. People don't respond to being told to th smash the thumbs up button. Apparently, they don't do it. What you would need, you say? What I would you know. say to them right now? You need a better stick. I'm I'm not. I don't have one for you. I'm telling you, you just need a better one. Um, okay. Did you see George Kittle accidentally like kneeing the ball to McCaffrey and turning? What wasn't supposed to be one into a direct running back snap. Did not see that play. He was like Kittle was in motion before the snap and the timing got screwed up. So the ball got snapped and he just like kneed it on the way by. So McCaffrey was offset to the left. The ball ends up just getting kneed into his hands. It's like, uh oh, just has to run forward for a couple of yards. But that, I mean, that could have been catastrophic. Ends up bouncing in their direction. Um, Brock Purdy also had a couple of uh, – they reminded me a bit of Jimmy Garoppolo's Super Bowl. Remember, like, the deep pass just too far out of the reach, and that's the game? Like, Purdy had a oh, couple yeah, of deep targets. Oh, you got one, right? Yeah, he had a couple of deep targets that he overthrew, either one of which, I mean, could have been a big problem in this game. Uh, ends up like it didn't matter, but that, but that was a blow. What about – so there's multiple records that Puka Nakua has now set. Yeah, so it's most catches through two games. Yep. And yep. then 15 catches in one game, uh, rookie record, I believe, right? Right. And he was the o he's the only receiver in NFL history to start their career with at least 10 receptions in was it, it 10 receptions in their first two games. Uh, Schefter had a tweet that he's the first player in NFL history with at least 10 receptions and 100 receiving yards in each of his first two games. And the fifth player in NFL history – with at least 10 catches and 100 yards in each of his team's first two games of a season, joining, this is an interesting list, Miles Austin, 2010, Isaac Bruce in 1998, Cooper Cup in 2022, and Andre Bad Moon Risen in 1994. It's a pretty good list to be on. Fascinating list there. Um, who was it? Well, Puka, uh, I was trying to think of something. Uh, Puka was... oh. The first one you said, Miles Austin. I mean, he was mm. he was really good for a period of time. Yeah, for Dallas. Um, Puka was on my sleeper list back in our receiver rankings. Right, so remember that? Yeah, you gotta yeah. pull up that graphic. You gotta pull up that graphic.